Theo Fernando started by painting his neighbor's garage to be able to buy groceries. Then he painted another neighbor's house and then some more. He started with no equipment, no supplies, no network. All he wanted to do was make something happen to be able to support his family. And from that small start 20 years ago, he was able to not only support his family, but also build a successful local business that's still doing great. He says, taking a risk impacted my life in that something came from nothing and we are still benefiting from that risk-taking behavior to this day. Hi, my name is Sunil and you're listening to This Might Not Work. Today's guest is not Theo Fernando, but someone who truly understands what makes decisions risky. Most importantly, this person knows how to maximize the rewards that one gains from taking a risk. Shruti Jain was a successful chartered accountant working with one of the big fours, and then she decided to become a classical Hatha yoga teacher. Our conversation documents her journey while getting into the weeds of the what's, the why's, and the how's of yoga. I hope you'll enjoy this conversation. And yes, if you're keen to explore Hatha yoga in its classical form, do sign up for one of her programs. You won't regret it. I know because I was part of one of her five-day yogasanas program and it was fantastic. So much so that I've incorporated what I've learned in my daily practice. It's been an immensely satisfying experience and I hope you'll gain as much as I did should you choose to sign up. All right, onwards to a conversation. Shruti, thanks so much for making the time for today's call. You and I did connect a few days back after a LinkedIn post that you had put up proudly, proudly stating that, yes, you've, you are now a certified yoga teacher, Hatha yoga teacher, in fact, and you are ready, ready to roll. And a few days later, you basically put up your first online workshop and your LinkedIn tagline essentially reads, uh, former chartered accountant turned a yoga teacher. Tell us yes. what, what did that or where did that transition came about? Yes. So uh, in 2016, I became a qualified chartered accountant and uh, my parents loved me then. Now I'm not really sure because my father still at one point or other, he's like, you know, you still have the option of going back to the luxurious job and getting earning all the money which you may not be able to earn when you're a hard yoga teacher which he's right i may not be able to earn that much money in my entire life even if i'm working 24 hours a day so i just hope my father is listening to it and and maybe maybe those shocks that he gets it it reduces a bit so Yes, you know, I was a I was a chartered accountant and I was working with the, so at one point I, I worked with one of the big fours and then, you know, I worked with industry and uh, the pay was quite good. The the environment was, was also very conducive. It wasn't like that, you know, I was I was going crazy in the job. It was fine. But there there has always been something in me which I call as seeking I would seek I would seek something better I if I'm sad I would seek 
happiness if i'm happy i would seek joy so that's that's how i have always been and uh, i i had everything which a person can call that a 26 year old girl a successful girl uh but there was something there was something that was missing and i was trying to find that and uh, it and i was lucky to have that point of time in my life when i had the severe back pain so in office i i wasn't able to sit properly and i used to have those cushions a 26 year old girl having back problems and it was very painful i i went and see the doctor doctor said everything is fine so what i did i i saw one uh, there was this park nearby and there was this uncle who used to teach yoga so i went and instructed and i did yoga and guess what my back pain worsened and uh, then i'm like maybe this yoga thing is not for me but uh, it was nothing was working anyway so i came across one of the ads by isha foundation where they were offering this course program named yogasanas now isha foundation is is an organization dedicated to human well being and sadguru is the founder who is a spiritual guru so i thought to myself like you know they are like charging so many bucks for a five days program and that to a spiritual organization that uncle was teaching for free and so i held myself back for quite some time but then like i said nothing was working out so i thought to give it a try january 2020 and january 2022 both the shrutis are different the girl who went and took that course and the girl who's speaking today i do not hesitate that these are these are two different persons the way the very way i sit i talk i walk i smile the very way i think feel and perceive life has changed and changed for good that that longing that was there that seeking may not have ended but that that seeking has got a path and uh, so so when when i started taking hatha yoga practices and courses and i was doing it at my home so you know what do you do when you hit a jackpot you want to share it with your loved ones right and that's that's what i wanted to do you know i i thought of sharing it offering it and that's when i undertook this 5 months uh, intense hatha yoga teacher training program where you are not doing like where of course we were doing yoga approximately 10 hours a day but that was just the yoga which they call yoga mm. we were in the training the trigness training was on for 24 hours and in fact to just share uh, how much how much depth and how much yoga meant for each one of us who was who were there so we used to have breaks you know so uh, ideally we would have one and a half hour break between two sessions so i thought okay you know half an hour i'll do my kriya which is you know a form of yoga 
and then half an hour i'll do one activity that is assigned to me and half an hour i'll eat food and that day they announced that it's only one hour break and the first thought that came into my head was oh i won't be able to eat food today the thought of leaving yoga or not do what is assigned or what is needed didn't even come to my head that that time it was very normal in fact for each one of us who was there it was very normal it was only later when i reflected back i realized that the initial thought was was so so mesmerizing for me to you know to to think of so so that's that's what uh and uh, i remember so uh, i i used to watch this uh, tv series in doordarshan okay so all the youth who would be watching it they would be like <laughs> not netflix not amazon right she watches shows on doordarshan <laughs> so your your uh, uh, you know fan following is going to reduce now so <laughs> but uh, <laughs> so i wouldn't but, worry about them actually <laughs> yeah so there's this tv series which is called as upanishad ganga and it it's an absolutely wonderful for a seeker to watch um, you know when when you have existential life crisis instead of going out and you know hanging out with friends or you know doing things that uh, that we do you just watch this show and that's what i did and uh, there was this particular instance where the this person was teaching sanskrit for a very from a very long time and uh, so uh, a letter comes to his house and uh, wherein you know his his uh, servant opens it and he he says that uh, you know you have been invited for this award to serve sanskrit and uh, he said humne sanskrit ki seva nahi ki संस्कृत ने हमारी सेवा की है सो आई एम नॉट गोइंग टू गो एंड टेक दैट अवार्ड व्हिच मींस आई हैवंट सर्व्ड संस्कृत संस्कृत हैज सर्व्ड मी एंड दैट वाज जस्ट सो ब्यूटीफुल दैट वाज सो ब्यूटीफुल टू लिसन टू एंड एंड इन द सेम शो देयर वाज दिस अनदर सीरीज सो वी वी ऑल मोस्ट ऑफ अस वुड हैव हर्ड अबाउट तानसेन राइट आई डोंट नो अबाउट द फैन फॉलोइंग <laughs> so so tanzin uh, you know was used to sing in in the bar of akbar right so akbar once asked tanzin that whom do you think is the greatest singer and uh, tanzin said that uh, you know my guru haridas and akbar said that you you sing in my darbar you have that fame money wealth and that voice people look up to you people appreciate you how come your your guru is the best so tanzin said i sing for appreciation i sing before people my guru sings for himself and his god and there was this particular instance that where where his his guru just wakes up Sings and sleeps, 
and there was so much blissfulness on his face when you were singing and and that's that's what i longed to do that's that's what i wanted to have that you do something for yourself not not to get appreciated not to get money but something just that that is there so so and and i'm glad that i found yoga i i don't teach yoga i am i am devoted to yoga and and like like that person said that you know sanskrit has served me and not i so people say oh shuti you are brave you are unconventional you are courageous but deep inside i know it's it's not me it's it's yoga it's it's not person specific you do yoga you can also become that person and uh, <laughs> so sadguru says <laughs> yoga works wonderfully the only thing is that you have to do it absolutely <clears throat> that's what my journey has has been about even today when you when you said that what about your transition and and you know from chartered accountant to a yoga teacher to me the essence was yoga if if people just could hear it and so you know you you ask people that you do yoga right so so when i was when i was in training uh, you know when when you get so much like i said you know you want to share it with your loved ones and uh, so the first feeling that i had you know after i finished my training i'm going to go and you know offer it to my loved ones my family my friends so till date I, I, no friend and family member has been ready to learn yoga from me or from anywhere <laughs> so so that's that's one but you know they would say i have so much work to do i don't have time for it sadguru says if you think that what you do is important shouldn't you enhance yourself how can you enhance your activity without enhancing yourself so you you need to take out time to upgrade yourself to do the work that you think is important for you and that's that's where we all are at so <laughs> i <laughs> i am here and uh, uh we just wait for people whoever realizes he needs yoga uh, we just offer it and uh, it's it's actually not us teachers are, are just just a tool it's it's yoga in them uh, which happens mm. so <clears throat> what i'm hearing through you is essentially what i've not really heard from others who are yoga practitioners probably because um, the kind of yoga that i practice and the kind of teachers from whom i'm learning this they are all westerners they aren't really talking in in the exact same way that you are talking what i'm hearing is essentially yoga is just as spiritual or probably more spiritual than it is physical is that correct <laughs> so <laughs> so in one of the conversation you mentioned that you know uh, this this podcast would be very good for people to realize that you know instead of going to gym they have yoga which they can use as a physical exercise so 
So Sadhguru says that actually people think that yoga is an Indian form of exercise. But just think about it. <laughs> Indians never needed exercise. They never needed to do exercise. If they had to get water, even getting water from the well was an exercise. Everything that they did was an exercise. So precisely, if they were exercising well, where was the need for yoga? There must have been something else for which yoga was needed, mm. wasn't it? Mm. Yeah, that makes sense. I never thought of that way. Interesting. So, what do you think, or what do you think might be something that's getting in the way? I the reason why I ask you is, it is bar none the most accessible form of exercise that they can do. There is this. There is a spiritual component for sure, but there's also the physical component, which is highly utilitarian and practical for people, at least the masses. Uh, people, yeah, they do say that, yeah, it's an Indian form of exercise. Even Indians say that it's an Indian exercise. But my question is, none of these Indians are actually practicing yoga. The worst or the minimum that they can do is probably a round or two or maybe five rounds or 10 rounds of Surya Namaskars and that's it. There's like so much more to learn in yoga beyond that. And going back to my concern regarding the exercise, the accessibility of yoga, it doesn't re require a lot. And the people who have been whining and complaining about the fact that they haven't been able to exercise for the past two years because of the pandemic, this, that, and the other, all they need is a yoga mat and that's it. What do you think might be getting in the way? And the reason for this question is, you also mentioned that you uh, went to, the first time you went to uh, learn yoga from that teacher in the park who was teaching for free, <laughs> your injury actually worsened. That was exactly what my experience was when I didn't have an injury. I, I was just sore all over. The teacher was trying to maybe break me in some way or the other, but it didn't go well. That was my inhibition or something that stopped me from embracing yoga truly. But what about the others? What do you think is getting in the way of people really using this fantastic tool? So two things. First, like you mentioned, that park yoga. And so do you think that there, is, there are a lot of misconceptions about yoga? Right? That's what Sadhguru saw when he went to US. He saw that people are using all distorted forms of yoga. And that's where he felt the need to bring hat yoga, classical hat Classic. yoga. Yeah. Hat yoga in its purest form, without any distortions. So Sadhguru says, the lineage of classical hat yoga is, is the lineage of idiots. <laughs> because, because they think that they're stupid. They're not smart enough. So they just received it and offered it. They did not think the need to innovate. Mm. They did not think they're smart enough to innovate. Yeah. So that's that's what, without any distortion, what was there? And it, it has been received through that lineage. And that is what is offered. Now, of course, it may take some time for people to realize about classical Hatha Yoga, how it is different from how so we have to say how it is different from others, but how 
it is all it is there is you know the undistorted form of yoga so the misconceptions of yoga is is something that that may be one of the reasons that people are not so there there is one more thing that so patanjali who's the who's who's uh, the author of yoga sutras and uh, and uh, he is also held as father of uh, modern yoga uh, he he starts his yoga sutras with just one phrase the yoga sutras you open yoga sutras and it is written and now yoga that's it no thesis so what it means is if you realize that uh, money can't give you that blissfulness your relationships can't give you that fulfillment your job any fame everything that you've tried and it may not have worked now yoga there are people who are stuck there you know maybe if i'm doing a job mba would solve my problem oh well uh if i get a husband or a wife that would solve the problem oh kid would make me the happiest person in the world or this promotion this promotion if i get and not the other person this is going to give me that fulfillment so most of us may be stuck there right uh more number of views on this podcast may give me happiness if you are there you haven't reached there where yoga happens mm. so so what do you think yoga is because we are already talking about hatha yoga can you dive a little deeper into hatha yoga because uh, uh for for most people yoga is yoga uh, they aren't really aware of the different forms of yoga we have hatha yoga uh, i'm an ashtanga yoga practitioner we have ayengar yoga we have uh, vinyasa yoga we have ashtanga vinyasa yoga and yin yoga goodness there are like so many forms so uh, you mentioned specifically classical hatha yoga and i know that almost every other form of yoga was derived from hatha yoga but can you enlighten the audiences people who are listening to this to what exactly hatha yoga is and why do you think it's special yes so uh, even i was not aware of the types of yoga you mentioned before <laughs> before i went for the training okay. and you i haven't heard there also so like i said you know it is classical hatha yoga yoga in its purest form now sadguru says uh, hatha in indian language it means adamant so your body says i i can't do this anymore but you are adamant you still do it your mind says i give up but you are adamant you still do it so that's that's how he put it put it uh, lightly but yes hatha yoga has its significance that in in yoga in uh, they say ha means sun and tha means moon and 
Hatha Yoga is a science of bringing the balance between sun and moon within. Now, again, you know, listening to it is fine, but to make it experientially true for us, we seem far away. Mm-hmm. What we can see is whatever yoga you are doing, is it working for you? So, growth today, we may see in terms of money. job position relationships but sadhguru says how about we measure growth in terms of are we getting better are we getting more joyful are we getting more sensible if these three things are happening with you you do anything that works for you but if it is not happening then maybe you should go out and try something for me there were two types of yoga path yoga and classical hatha yoga i think i may have been fortunate enough to find classical hatha yoga so soon in my life and it worked wonderfully for me so that's that's what we have to offer if if things are not working well if you're not getting more joyful every day then maybe maybe it is a good idea to invest at least 30 minutes of your day uh so just uh, picking back on the uh, question on the exact aspects of hatha yoga okay so you mentioned that there was there is classical yoga and what was the other uh, you form of yoga that you mentioned that you got to know about no i i just made fun of it like path yoga oh, okay okay all right so yes one of the things when uh, i was doing research as with all the things that i do before diving into yoga because i was skeptical and the reason why i took up yoga was i was fed up with strength training so for the longest time i did powerlifting then i moved on to strength training basically used my you know storeroom as a home gym it went well but then i got really bored because i got so used to it that it was not giving me any challenge at least physically so i thought okay maybe i should try something else i tried different kind of mobility systems but it just wasn't giving me the feedback the response that i needed to physically challenge myself then i was like okay maybe i should try yoga and i tried to look around and before i you know get into anything any big project i basically do my own diligence do my own research to understand what's what and what i got to know was when it comes to different forms like ashtanga yoga that's like quite rigid when it comes to its approach it's got like a different series like half primary series primary series intermediate so on and so forth and people never really get to the advanced level okay it, because it's like a lifelong practice same goes for other forms of yoga like vinyasa is like vinyasa is like creative yoga essentially so the rule set then you try to mix match it it's good for beginners people the internet in general says stay away from ashtanga yoga so i thought okay that's a thing that i need to be doing <laughs> anyway but they also mention i also read many comments which essentially say that hatha yoga is the original yoga and 
the form of yoga that's also soft. I couldn't really quite comprehend what soft meant because I've seen Hatha Yoga videos. They didn't really look soft by any measure. So would you be able to elaborate on that? Yes. So I may not be able to elaborate on the other yoga that you mentioned. <laughs> no problem. But, uh, I, can, I can understand why you've read that comment that it's a soft yoga in Hatha Yoga. So yoga essentially means developing that inward focus. It's not a performance. It is something that you do with yourself. We do it when our eyes are closed. With our eyes closed. So, during the entire practice, we do it with our eyes closed. With that inward focus. It's, it's not an exercise. Uh, it's not like, you know, so what's an exercise? You, you go to gym, uh, your friend does 50, 50 push-ups. Now you want to do 100. At least more than what your friend does. That's, that's not how yoga works. It's not an exercise. What advice would you have for someone who's thinking about yoga? Because most people only think about yoga. Only a few are actually doing it. What would you tell them? How would you want to... I wouldn't say convince, but how did how do you want to educate these people who are on the fence of taking up yoga? So there are two things. So first is that everyone is actually seeking. Sadhguru mm-hmm. says that today's youth is not like they're going to the temple. They're exploring. They may be going to the wine. You just have to make them turn to divine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> nice. So, for, let's say, let's say you lost your peace today. Okay. Now, what would you do? You would yell at your wife. If it goes on, you would pick a quarrel with your neighbor. If it still continues, you may go and shout at your boss. Now, when you shout at your boss, people think you need medical help. So, they take you to a doctor. Now, doctor pops some spell into you. And you suddenly become peaceful. Maybe for a limited time, but you do become peaceful. So, what are these pills? These pills are a certain kind of chemistry that is within you. Peace? is a certain kind of chemistry. Anxiety is a certain kind of chemistry. Joy is a certain kind of chemistry. So yoga creates that chemistry within you. That joy is, is that joy and peace are just natural for you. So if this is what you're looking for, if this is what we all are looking for in various ways, and there is something that seems to be like the work for people who tried. Then how about just giving it a try? So, so Sadhguru says you do one exercise, you do one yoga practice, 30 minutes in a day for six months. After six months, you can decide if you want to do it 
or leave it. He says, see, after six months, it's, it's like brushing. That when you were young, your, your parents asked you to brush. You didn't like it, mm-hmm. but you still brush. Now, just imagine, now if your mother comes and says that, uh, oh, that brushing thing was a mistake, you give it up. Will you give it up? I don't think so. <laughs> because by now, you've realized the significance. So, if after, he says, if after six months I come to you and say, see, this yoga thing was a mistake, now you would not be able to give it up. I heard him speaking this in one of the programs, in the, my first program that I undertook. And of course, those were words. But it came up so true for me. Like you said that you take your mat, yoga mat along. I remember there was one time when I was going to my yoga studio and my mother asked, when are you going to come back? And I said, oh, I'll come back in the evening. I have various sessions. So she said, why don't you take something to eat? You're not going to be there till evening. And I said, yeah, I'm going to be till that evening. Let me take my yoga mat along. Mm. Yeah. So that's what, of course, one, one has to, one has to take that, that step of doing it, of starting it. Because, but once you start doing it, you would realize what it starts, what it does to you. Mm. And, and trust me, it is harder to give up than to begin. That is true. That is something that I can watch because, um, like I said, going back to my own experience as a first time, I wouldn't say seeker, but first time, you know, yogic practitioner, my first two sessions, no, I think my first session, because I never went for the second session, if I remember correctly, despite the fact that I paid up, I had paid up for six months. And after the session, I was sore and it was like painful the teacher wasn't really helpful in a sense that they were trying to if i'm suppose i was doing a you know bridge they were basically trying to elevate my lower back it was crazy super crazy Uh, and this is precisely something that has happened with some of my friends within my circle they paid up for a quarter maybe an entire year for a yoga class after like a few sessions things drop off there are a couple of people who've gotten themselves injured in the neck or in the back. And they do say that maybe the instructor wasn't qualified enough, which could be a genuine thing because there are like so many yoga teachers, but so many yoga teachers who are actually certified by yoga instructors or yoga schools. And these days, because of the proliferation of lots of online online yoga schools, things have things are actually becoming totally out of control. There are schools offering 100 hours, 200 hours, 500 hours yoga, certified training courses for God knows you know how many rupees. But yeah, so I, I don't know. Is there a right way to find a good teacher? So there are many ways to find a good yoga teachers training program one of my friends called me up and he asked how is the program going and I was like these people are do not make hatha yoga teachers these people make hatha yogis 
do a particular movement in the gym they go to the gym they learn how to do it within a session or two they are able to do it but when it comes to something like yoga it's it's a practice there's a reason why they say it's a practice it comes over time it comes gradually and i personally found yoga to be a very good medium to be a little more patient with yourself and a little more patient in the way that people talk about self care a lot right when you actually do yoga you get to experience that uh, you get to be more uh, uh, patient with yourself as it will it'll come i know there there were like certain poses that i was not able to do but now i'm able to do it's time for me to go a level deeper okay that's how it that's how it works but that's where the whole fun is <clears throat> to always keep exploring to always go to the next level unless you leave, reach perfection i don't know when perfection when i'll reach perfection but that's besides the point there's more to the practice than to the act of doing yoga because it's the continuous practice is what leads you to what you were mentioning to that that zone where you are actually talking about or thinking in terms of being spiritual or thinking in terms of that union that you mentioned that's my belief but i'm a new practitioner myself so i don't know that hence i thought of checking in with you as to what else besides finding a good teacher and to keep consistent to keep a consistent practice can you share in terms of honing their own practice if they are already practicing can you can you please uh, repeat your question yeah sorry what i was saying is we covered the aspect of picking the right teacher we also covered okay what hatha yoga is but there's a set of audiences new yoga um, practitioners who would want to take this up mm-hmm. but are stuck mm-hmm. confused or switching around i bring this up because there's too much content online there's just way too much content online and this often leads us to distractions so one day you're following one teacher the second day you're following something else because you think oh this teacher is seems to be much better and i'm talking about folks who are pri- primarily learning this online because i've learned it online but uh, i think because i've got gray hair i thought okay it's better to stick with a particular teacher than shop around any any thoughts or comments on new yoga practitioners so to start with so it is not about getting into the perfect pose in terms of that bending having that sort of flexibility on day 1 we need to understand that everybody's body is different mm-hmm. in terms of flexibility right so in fact the emphasis is not on the postures when it comes to hatha yoga it is about the alignment if the if you following the instructions and the alignment is proper it is fine you just keep going and one day the body will also be flexible to get into the posture but it is not about having or aiming to reach that sort of flexibility it is beyond that so so that's that's how i said you know it's the the emphasis on keeping your eyes closed and doing it mm-hmm. so that is first second 
now how to keep doing it now when you start doing hatha yoga you would get to know what is it is doing to you so one day uh, so immediately after i i learned my first practice my boss suddenly appreciated me this shruti you know what you are a very calm and peaceful person and you know this work that you've done it's so organized and i knew that i was a mess before and i could see the change that was coming in terms of mental productivity then there was one time when uh, when my mother uh, when my mother brought a glass of milk for me and uh, i said i don't want to have it and you know mother she insisted and when she went to the other room it just somehow spilled all over and my mother came back and she was all angry and shouting at me that you know i knew that you didn't want to have it you know how, why would you do that and this and that and i i saw her getting angry and i said it's okay i'll, I'll clean it i didn't do it intentionally i'll, I'll clean it uh, and i cleaned it and i went to my room and i realized if it was old me i would have shouted back i would have got angry back at her because it wasn't the fault it wasn't my fault but i could see that she was in anger and then you know i just moved to a different room and not because i was upset with her because i wanted her to have her own time and that that was a that was one of the most wonderful moment that i still have because you are not reacting to the circumstances if you choose to be peaceful if you choose to be calm you are that calm you would when once you start doing yoga you would start realizing all the changes that are happening in terms of your energy physical agility in terms of your mental productivity in terms of your emotional stability and once you start experiencing it you wouldn't give up again the challenge is how to hold on to that time when it is not happening then then that's where faith comes now now if you know uh i went for it i learned it and i just i just had faith in it and it kept on working and my mother says see if you don't have faith in anything right it won't work so if you don't have faith it won't work in the in the sense that you would more likely to give up but try for 6 months you go for mbas for like paying in lakh yeah <laughs> and spend 24 hours you you go and change the countries you know that's 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 what we do you know we change the countries thinking that life will be good now we we go for these certification courses we do so many things yeah to enhance our life 30 minutes in a day 6 months 5000 rupees i don't think it's a bad deal absolutely it is not a bad deal at all i can guarantee that <laughs> yeah again that hearty over teacher in me so we do not encourage people to learn the practices online so there are certain practices in hatha yoga also which we teach online but that's very few practices majorly the practices are offline because whatever is powerful needs to be offered in a committed environment 
mm-hmm. where a teacher can look at you absolutely right so so that's one thing that i i you know i want all the listeners to to take note of that don't go ahead and and start to, twisting yourself watching some video online uh contact a certified hatha yoga teacher and he or she will be more than happy to help you out absolutely so uh, shruti we are just about time but before i let you go where can people find you online so i am on instagram page uh, the name is seek with shruti okay i'll uh, put the and links in the show notes also my studio name yes my studio name is thiram yoga so i'll put both the, both the links there and uh, yes absolutely all right super so i'll share the link in the all the links in the show notes along with the studio name and yeah i hope we are able to convert at least a thousand listeners no i don't, i don't know actually yeah <laughs> i hope we are able to convert at least a handful of listeners to look up what yoga is about and probably sign up for a few workshops and courses that you are offering or the ones that are being offered by other certified uh, hatha yoga teachers or certified yoga teachers now certification is i think certification has become so common everyone's offering a certification these days which is questionable actually but yeah do your i'm pretty sure they're going to do their due diligence to make sure that they find the right um, hatha yoga teacher and i i hope some of them also reach out to you classical hatha yoga classical teacher classical hatha yoga teacher yes yes absolutely <laughs> super thanks so much for your time today shruti really appreciate it okay so i am so much grateful for you it's it's not every day that uh, you know people pay so much attention someone who's who's not into hatha yoga uh, gives so much importance and value to hatha yoga i am so glad you reached out Uh, and I'm grateful. My pleasure. Thank you. Hey, thanks so much for sticking around. I deeply appreciate it. If you loved what you heard, please support me by subscribing and sharing this podcast with a friend or a loved one. It will really 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 mean the world to me. Thank you. Until we meet again, stay safe and well.